You're listening to Don't Take Bullshit from Fuckers with your hosts Greg Barrett and Kane Holloway. Welcome, everybody. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Oh, Nick's, Gina, Sarucci, Catherine, Anonymous Martin. How's everybody doing today? Did you put Anonymous Martin? <laughs> yeah, that's that's him, right? I can't see him. Yeah. I'm assuming he's anonymous. Yeah, I would be. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty decent bet, unless he decides to turn his camera on. Let's all wait. That's pretty good, man. Anonymous. Way to keep it anonymous, Martin. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the, the live Christmas show. Oh, and Paige is here. Which Paige? Paige Brianna. Oh, I love it. Paige always sends me really funny movie-related things on my Instagram. She sent me one of a guy walking up to get movie tickets, and then the, the movie ticket guy goes, what movie are you here to see? And the camera pans to the guy buying the tickets. He's wearing a Spider-Man mask. <laughs> <laughs> that was you yesterday. It sure was. God, did I love it. <laughs> Martin says no camera. Best way to remain anonymous. Way to go, man. Way to go. I mean, we do have your social security number, but uh, <laughs> other than that, you're pretty anonymous. Is that weird that we ask for people's socials? <laughs> we do. Well, we're trying to sell them on a pipe dream. You know, you know that, Greg. Yeah. We're like the Tiger King people. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, we got a great show ahead of us. We got a, a question in about dating. We got memes. We got a couple really funny Reddit remixes. And if you guys are feeling generous and would like to share and ask us any dating or, or whatever, sort of don't take bullshit from fuckers advice, we'll just hit that over to you guys. So with that said, are you guys ready to rock and roll? Yeah? Yes. Yeah. I'm Kane Holloway, as you guys already know. I'm one of the two hosts of the show. Yeah. You have become sort of the main host of the show. You do the bulk of the talking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you're the face, and that's what's important. Yeah, I'm the face of the show. <laughs> and I hope you guys are, uh, everybody's having a happy holiday, too, because uh, this is our, I was going to say gift. Is this a gift? Is this no, our, no. Because it? it's There's nothing about this. There's nothing about this podcast that's a gift at all. It's a <laughs> gift that people listen to it. The charity's on the other end. You're right. Well, it felt douchey when it was about to come out of my mouth. And then I was like, reel it back. But then what do I say in replacement of that? So I just said, fuck it. I'm going to say it's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> like giving a picture of yourself to somebody. Here, I thought you'd like this. <laughs> uh, with that said, uh, great. Well, first I gave, of all. I gave, a, I gave a framed headshot to my grandma you one year a- as a gift, as a Christmas gift. What? Why? <laughs> yeah. Why Why'd you do that? So she could have a headshot of me in her kitchen. It's the dumbest thing. It's super <laughs> dumb. She liked it. Ooh, I want to do that. I want to put my headshot in a locket and then give a locket to a buddy of mine's wife. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I remember that story. That's a good story. Listen, you guys want to get to a question? You want to get to our question? Yeah, let's do it. All right, sweet. If you have a question, by the way, let us know in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Hit us in the chat. All right. This is an anonymous question. Hi, Greg and Kane. I enjoy your podcast and truly believe you are both down-to-earth, good, respectable guys. As a female, I appreciate hearing your perspective on situations and would like to ask your advice on my own situation. I am 30 years old. I'm trying to get back into dating starting on the apps. 
a huge insecurity I have now is my body. In total, I have lost 70 pounds. And as great as that is, I now feel like I'm almost misleading with, uh, with clothes on and without excess skin and stretch marks and et cetera. I recently met one guy that seemed very interested in a relationship with me as we talked about future plans, trips, meeting friends, goals. I even mentioned to him how I've lost a good amount of weight, hoping he might realize my body may be different than expected. By the fourth day, it came the sex. And unfortunately, I worked my nerves up so bad, I let the alcohol overcome me so I didn't have to be present for the disappointment I assumed I would bring. So here I am two weeks later with little memory of the night and only hearing from him here and there through Snapchats when our main communication used to be text. I know I made a mistake choosing alcohol as a way out and I learned doing this still led me right where I was afraid it was going to lead anyway nowhere and no longer communicating. Is there any advice you can give me slash tell me how you might feel in this situation if someone you were seeing turned out not to look how you expected without the clothes? I constantly try to love myself and be proud of what I've accomplished. But when it comes to dating, that fear of being a disappointment just consumes everything. Thanks so much for reading Anonymous. Wow. Yeah, that's intense. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, we all struggle with it. I've struggled with my weight. I was a I was a fat kid, and um, and periodically have been up and down in my weight. Yeah, and, me too. And uh, I've had uh, I had weight problems. And when I first met when I first met Amira, I wouldn't take my shirt off, which bummed her out. Yeah, she didn't give a shit. But I really thought it would matter, and then it made it more of a thing for me. When we had to go to a beach one day, I was in a full panic. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You know, and she stripped right down to a bikini and looked amazing. And, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I was worried about my hips. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My back fat. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah. I didn't have big shoulders and, you know, like I really tripped out on it and it was all me doing it. And yeah. it made me look less confident. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously. Right. But yeah. that was the thing that was unappealing. Right. It was that you weren't just owning it. Yeah, I have a I had a little pooch in the front, just like this belly fat that wouldn't go away. And I had the same feeling or like I like it was skinny arms, skinny legs, just this pooch, everything. Else. And it looked like a beer gut. And I was just I remember I went to Miami and I'm with a girl and I was like, oh, my God, what now? What do I do now? And I said, fuck it, and took the shirt off. And it was not a thing. It wasn't even remotely a thing. But I had to, like, really psych myself into it. I had to, like, really put myself in a mental state to be like, okay, this could go sideways. And I flew all the way to Miami to, to like, have this vacation with this girl. And what happens if she's, like, yuck? <laughs> and it wasn't. And I think we live in our society that's like, hey, if you're not thin, you're whatever, you know, unattractive and we bring that into us. And I, I think that one of the best movements going right now, especially with this like idea of body shaming, people get it into their heads. Uh, I, I just like, like Lizzo is one of my favorite people ever. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's the shit. She doesn't give a fuck. She says like, like for me, I really wanted to, to like tone up. Cause I've always been like skinny fat or like fat. And for me, I just wanted to, I want to set my mind to like getting toned and getting like, and like feeling good and look and like looking like how I, how I like I sort of picture. And so I just put my mental state in that 
but I was with, I was always with beautiful women, you know, who they did. They liked me. They didn't care about my putch. I cared about it. Anonymous. You obviously like were working really hard and you, you have some, some hangups, but I think the hangup is something it's like you, it's an acceptance thing, you know, accept this is who I am and this is what I look like. And if they don't want me because of my body, then I don't want them. Easier said than done. Right. It's a tough thing. And I can understand the idea of having to get boozy about it. Mm-hmm. Because when I was boozy, I didn't give a fuck what I looked like. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck. Mm-mm. You know, it was when I had to do all of it sober that it was a challenge. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit hyper aware. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't, I don't think putting booze on, it's a good idea. No, it's a tough, it's one of the tougher situations because it's all about your own image. But I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the things we talk about on the show are really about accepting yourself, right? So you can't change people's minds about you, however they think about you. There's just, there's no way of doing that. The only thing you can do is have a better understanding of your own self and, I think dating is dating is good. I think waiting to the fourth date is a really good idea. And the more you the more you date and get comfortable around somebody, you start to feel like they like you and are starting to accept you. I think that feeling of, oh, I think they're gonna look at my body and feel weird is gonna dissipate because you're just like, oh, we have this this connection and we have these things together. So I think the more you date and the more the like if you start to pick one person that's really you're vibing with. You know, maybe you go on longer, longer stretches before having sex, you know, to see like if I really have this connection, that's an idea. Nick's actually jumped into the chat to say that all bodies are beautiful. And then they added uh, also, if you find someone who wants to sleep with your body, not with you, move on. That's really, really good. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's important. Yeah. And your body is beautiful. And, uh, you know, I got I got a weird V chest hair. It goes down here. And I always look at it every time I get out of the shower and I'm like, do I shave it? Like I always have a, <laughs> do I always have a, I'm like, no, I'm going to keep it. It's just this one little arc reactor. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. <laughs> Your arc my, reactor? It's my arc reactor. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I sympathize with the anonymous. I was, you know, I was a fat kid and then my dad used to poke my stomach a lot. And so like, like I get not being accepted, but uh, I have a big scar that starts above my belly and goes all the way down mm-hmm. to, you know, down my gut. And, yeah. and uh, it looks like I have two belly buttons. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. From when I had cancer. Oh, and good. when I get heavy, it squeezes and looks like a butt. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't give a fuck. I put it on Instagram a couple of years ago. Prove it. Oh, yeah. Let's look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's great. I think, um, you know, like we said, you're awesome. And um, just keep dating. You know, put yourself out there. See how you feel. And we're all going to meet someone that really accepts us for who, who we are, you know. So we do have a hand up, guys. Hi guys, how are you doing? Hello. You're good. I I met someone at a party, and I need your advice. It was not sparks or anything like that. It was a very neutral kind of connection, and we were about the same age, which was really great. And I wanted 
Greg especially answered this because he's a musician to this guy. And he's like, oh, do you want to come see my band play on the 21st over at this, you know, 20 miles from where I live, blah, blah, blah. And I only just met him and I'm like, yeah, I guess so. I don't usually go 20 miles to see someone that, you know, I don't really know. And he's like, oh, well, and we exchanged numbers. And I thought, oh, he's interested. He wants to ask me out, which is great because I hate the apps. And it's really good to meet someone organically, you know, through friends. So anyway, um, so anyway, I said to him, look, um, maybe we should meet for a coffee because he sent me the address. I go, can we just like meet first? Because you hardly know me. You know, we only just met at the end of the party. really didn't talk much. And I didn't really want to drive all that way if I didn't really like the guy. I didn't know much about him. You know what I mean? So I said, well, let's go have a coffee. So we did. And it was like two hours long. And he was really nice, very sweet person, not my usual type, which is a good thing. And so I liked that it was starting out very neutral and friendly, you know? And then... There's Friday night, Saturday night comes along and there's like nothing, nothing, nothing. And I'm like, well, why? We got along well. Oh, and he's going to help me with my voiceover work I'm going to do because I have this Adobe audition program and he's going to help tutor me on it because he's also an actor and knows that stuff, which is so awesome. So it's a lot of good things going. And I'm like, here I am Friday night. Why isn't he even like trying to ask me out for dinner? now you know or should i have asked him out to dinner or i mean here we have the whole weekend before his party on tuesday night to get to know each other better and it wouldn't be so awkward on tuesday night if i go see his band play at someone's house so i don't know what to do is it me is it should i ask him out or am i just being old-fashioned thinking well I want him to be into me. I want him to be like, oh, wow, this is this awesome girl I met who's totally out of my league. Why, you know, or is he just being <laughs> cool? I mean, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I want him to pursue me. I want him to be totally into me. And, and I don't get it. Well, you did sort of already ask him out for coffee. Right. You know, so you've made your, you've made your intentions known, you know, right. and I would say, wait to see if he asks you out, you know. Yeah, just why is he asking you out? I don't know. Maybe he's thinking that he's just going to see you at the band gig. Yeah, probably that's what he's thinking. But I mean, I have a busy night that night. I have a class, two hour class before the gig. And then at the end of the gig, I had to pick up my daughter at the airport at midnight at SFO. So it's like, I'm only going to be able to be at the gig for an hour anyway. I don't know. I just feel like, don't you think I had this whole weekend? We could have gone on a date. Or am I just being old-fashioned and just rushing things? The gig is on Tuesday or the gig? Yeah, it's Tuesday night because it's the solstice. Mm. And, you know, all the hippies love the solstice, you know. <laughs> gotcha. Um, There's a ton of parties at night in California. You might not know, but there are. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't, I mean, he might just be, I think with, with these things especially you know he's probably like greg said thinking about oh i got the i got the gig i'll see her on tuesday plus he's also got the gig so i'm sure he's like that's that's what he's working on he's working on getting to Mm -hmm. the the gig himself so i think that might be part of it is that he's sort of he's working and Mm -hmm. um like getting himself ready and he might also be playing it cool you know you know, mm-hmm. taking taking stretches of not seeing you until he sees you. And so mm-hmm. it, it could be okay. a combination of all that stuff. I think 
show up when you feel like showing up. Don't put mm-hmm. so much effort towards trying to get him interested in you. You know, I think. Yeah. I mean, you're obviously you have you're pretty dope. You got a lot of things that you're doing all in that time span, and so I think I think continuing to I think especially the way you met is also really great. So and it's like a really cool telling of how oh like yeah I met this person in real life and we got and I'm I'm doing all these other things out you know out in the real world mm-hmm. and now I'm gonna see him on Tuesday and that that could be the thing like you're gonna see him on Tuesday mm-hmm. and we'll we'll mm-hmm. uh, we'll hook up then and see what's see if we still have a like a connection and you might even think to yourself when you see him oh maybe I don't want any more of his time or you know you know you don't know but. Yeah, no, it's good. I needed that male viewpoint. It totally needed you guys viewpoint because I'm obviously rushing things and putting too much pressure on it. And, and you're right. He probably just wants me to see him on stage. Right. Yeah. Pat's nodding, but it is, it's a big show off. Right. Right. And that's what he wants me to see him on stage is he's going to look totally different like rock star you whatever yeah yeah i get it all right i feel so much better now thank you so much oh you're welcome yeah Hey everyone, are you sick of taking bullshit from fuckers and want direct help from Kane or myself? We hold a bi-monthly workshop on Zoom for people who not only want to stop taking bullshit from fuckers, but want to recognize fuckers before they even smell the bullshit. We've helped many people from our workshops. Previous attendees have said, I'm so happy this event was an honest and genuine event led by amazing people. Kane and I would be the amazing people in that sentence. I got so much more out of this than I ever could have imagined. So go to don'ttakebullshitfromfuckers.bigcartel.com to secure your seat and stop taking bullshit from fuckers. You can also find this link in the show's description. Well, great. Um, with that, does anyone have anything else before we move on to our segment two that everyone loves? <laughs> yeah, people love it. They can't wait. They love it because they get the option to choose. Which theme song version we hear moving into what does this mean? I, yeah, let me know. I can, I ha, have uh, them put it in up. the chat. Put it put in the it, chat. Put in the chat. Vote. Do you want do you want the kid school version, the hard rock version, or the OG, the original? We also have spooky. Death metal. Oh, we have the spooky one. Okay, we got two for death metal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Three for death metal, Gina. Thank you so much for All being right. <laughs> an OG listener of this is the theme song. For anybody who hates this version, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Get ready for what does this mean? Make a big, 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 big
Got some requests in the chat here. Catherine wants a ska surfy guitar one from Greg. And Nick says, I am here for that with trumpets. Gina trumpets. seconds that as well. Greg has said no. <laughs> Greg. <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I will. Maybe at the beginning of the year. Get a ska version of the... First of all, I don't know anything about ska music. So it'd be nice to that my introduction into ska is your remix of what does this mean? Just so I know yeah. what I'm getting myself into ska wise. Yeah. The actual show theme song is a little bit ska. Is it now? Yeah. Um, what does this mean? Where we read off inspirational quotes. They're not memes even a little bit, not even remotely. We have one from Vipa. It says, I believe in deleting numbers and muting people. You not going to stress me out on my phone. Gina, be blocking. You, I like that one. Yeah. Fine. I mean, always be blocking. Absolutely. But Gina doesn't, doesn't, why don't you like it, Gina? No, just like, eh. Can you read it again? Sure. <laughs> I I, listen, when you have to read a meme again, uh-huh. it's already going downhill. Okay. Yeah. Agreed, Gina. Agreed. I believe in deleting numbers and muting people. You're not going to stress me out on my phone. See, I'm already turned off because you obviously this person is what looks at Excel spreadsheets all day. <laughs> just instant birth control there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I'll pass. I heard better. Okay. All right. I have one. <laughs> I have one. It's not really. It's inspirational in a way. It's long. Okay. It's long. Yeah. So it's a conversation between two people, I think, on Twitter. Um, And this fella says, I've fucked dozens upon dozens of women and not a single one was able to come. It's biologically impossible for women to achieve orgasm. I don't know why y'all be lying on this app for no reason. And then Darlene replies, dude, I'm 66 years old and my late best friend made me come 31 times on my 31st birthday. The problem is you. Learn how to use your hands and your mouth and stop thinking your penis is magic. <laughs> Just the last part. Stop thinking your penis is magic. <laughs> Dude. A really good meme. Just that part? Yeah. Stop thinking your penis is magic. Darlene. <laughs> yeah, work harder. <laughs> work harder, dummy. And a little smarter. Fuck smarter. Fuck smarter. <laughs> New T-shirt idea, fuck smarter. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. I feel bad for those women, too. I fucked dozens of women. Those poor ladies that had to endure that shit. And they never come. Ugh. Look in the mirror. <laughs> Asshole. Okay, I have another one here. This one's from Crazy Bitch Probs on Instagram. The other day, I politely returned the question, how are you doing? 
at a driver who asked the same of me. And he replied, oh, you know, same soup, just reheated. And I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> same soup, just reheated. That's pretty good. I kind of like it a lot, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Pat? I've got a few here. Let's see here. We'll start off. When you are 34, you are actually 27. But the second you turn 35, you are 50. I learned this too late, but it's not too late for me to warn you. Yeah, a friend sent that to me too, <laughs> but I'm I'm 35, but I still feel 27. <laughs> I feel vibrant. <laughs> yeah. That- I feel like I'm in my 40s. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have the I have the energy of a much younger younger person. So, yeah. I guess that's If all my like- teeth weren't falling out, I'd feel a little bit better. I feel like I'm going to snap my teeth off when I, whenever they touch, like, I feel like I'm like, I, I go to bite down. And if I bite down too hard, they're all going to explode out of my mouth. But that has nothing to do with what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, I've got a couple more here. I've got my dick has led me to places. I wouldn't even go with a gun. <laughs> That's really good. Boy, they're right. Yikes. God, that's and then, uh, Lastly, a more classic one. Uh, mm-hmm. We must be willing to get rid of the life we've planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. But I don't know if that's positive. I feel like that could skew either way. Read it again. We must be willing to get rid of the life we've planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it either. Waiting for a, what life? I hate five-year plans. I mean, I understand the point of them. I understand the point of like looking into the future for yourself and like planning, you know, saving money and all that kind of thing. But I sort of hate the concept of a five-year plan. You cannot in no way, shape or form really ever actually plan for that, you know? And I think mapping out your life to that degree sort of takes away from the spontaneity of life in general, rather than like living living like we're just, it's right now, you know, we're on Zoom, we're doing this show live right now, and that's all we have, you know, I don't know what's next kind of feeling. I mean, I enjoy the not knowing what's next while having a general sense of what I am doing with my life, but I don't know where I'm going to be. And every time I've tried, I've failed. Every time I've tried to five-year plan it, I've fallen on my face. You too, Gina? I think it's important to keep doing things. And I think there's a, I think it's important to have goals. And I think it's important to have dreams that you're chasing. And I feel like it's good to pretend you have a purpose or something. You know, I, I think there's something in, in that. I think the idea that you're going to have X amount of dollars and you're going to live X, X place and all that. I think that's where you get to, it gets tricky. Yeah, absolutely. Does anyone else have inspirational memes that they wanted to come with? Hot off the table that you just heard recently. As to the request for memes, uh, Nick's just uh, said in the chat, last one I sent, Greg said he wanted to quit the segment. <laughs> yeah, but he says that every segment. <laughs> that's true. That's not, that has nothing to do with you, Nick. That's, that's great in general. I hear uh, it. Here we go. Catherine actually sent one in the chat. If you think mm-hmm. you are enlightened, spend a week with your family. That's great. <laughs> Yeah. 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 For sure. Somebody sent me a DM that uh because I'm the date person, I come up with dates and everyone enjoys them and then tries them out. Oh, by the way, 
what are everyone's idea of me doing somebody somebody sent it uh, on our instagram that i should start a date subscription box on patreon <laughs> and i did think about the concept of it a little bit where you know you click on that box and then i create a date for you like specifically for you would you guys be in- <laughs> would you guys be into that <laughs> <laughs> tell me in the chat <laughs> uh, nick said I live by this one. Find something you love doing, then find someone who will pay you to do it. Ooh, yeah. So this woman sent me, hey, first date activity, would you rather bowling or ping pong? And I asked the boys this beforehand, and we all sort of said bowling because ping pong can get a little... uh... Put your choice in the chat. Yeah. First date. If you go on a first date with somebody, bowling or ping pong? I thought that ping pong could get contentious. And that I, I would end up throwing a paddle. <laughs> <laughs> Plus you're like whipping a ball at somebody pretty aggressively. Saruchi, you'd, you'd go bowling? Yeah, bowling. Yeah. Uh, Catherine says bowling. In fact, I suggested it once as a Valentine's Day date. Yeah, bowling's fun. And yeah, and I'm, I'm like 50-50. Plus you get to look at their ass. Yeah, you get to look at their ass. Yeah, you get to check them out. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets to objectify each other while bowling. And I think that's what I have for what does this mean? Yeah, let's close out section two. We'll uh, do section three. I've got a couple of date ideas to start us off. And we gotta, we'll got go into Reddit Remix. Pat, you have date ideas? I brought a couple of date ideas, Kane. Pat, you just keep, oh, you keep surprising me. Pat, when I get back to LA, do you want to go on a date? <laughs> you got to pick one from the li- this list. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, great. Fantastic. I can't wait. Um, okay, we have a Reddit remix that's great, but before we get to that, Pat, you have date ideas. I do. So we, we did a Patreon bonus episode of just date ideas very recently with Mike, and that was great. I do have a couple others here to add to my contribution list to the, the date ideas. So first, I've got here the Hunted by Motorcycle Thugs date. Basically, you guys go on a date and you're having a great time and all of a sudden you hear the sound of motorcycle engines revving in the background and your date pops up and he's like, we got to get out of here. And then you guys go on the lamb and uh-huh. you finally find safety. You hunker down. Things uh-huh. start to relax. You, you start to get to know each other a little bit. And then the sound of the engine starts up again. <laughs> and then, oh, know, my God. Chase, you're out. OK, can I ask you a question about sure. this date? Sure. Is this like an all day thing? I guess at the end of it, it's probably going to have to be. Because my, I, I immediately think of like you go on the land, like you have to start a life somewhere new. Yeah. So you have to go somewhere where you don't think the motorcycle gang can find you. You guys could rent a cheap hotel together, like cut and dye your hair. Right. Whole yeah. Layers yeah. Hair. Yeah. And then you can. So then you have to like put down roots. So then one of you goes to like a bar that has a help wanted sign and you get the job. <laughs> And then she she does the same thing. Like she goes somewhere that has a help wanted sign. <laughs> and then you have to pretend to be new people. I'm anonymous Martin or whatever. And <laughs> I love this. This kind of makes me think about the show 24. And when I was a kid, I love that show 24. And, uh, you know, Jack Bauer has to solve terrorist plots t- for 24 hours. 
And I wanted to do that with somebody one day. It didn't have to be a date. It was just like a friend. But what if I brought that back and we did the 24 date where we try to solve little issues and problems throughout the streets of Los Angeles. And we have to stay up for 24 hours. All of your date ideas make me want to take a nap. Well, you could nap in the middle of it, but one of us has to be awake. I'm napping during the description. What are you talking about? Right now. I just had a little nap. It was actually quite pleasant. Was it nice? Yeah. Did you did you dream about me saying as, as soon as you brought up 24, I went to sleep. I love 24. 24 is amazing. Don't you disparage Jack Bauer. He's an American hero. Okay, what else you got? <laughs> All right. So my last date idea, the DTBFF date. So you need three people for this date. Uh, you go into a room, you got some microphones on the table. Oh my uh, first off, you declare that you're the only one on the date before immediately correcting yourself. <laughs> and then you do some small talk, you know, things like pillows, top sheets, cleaning your ass. And then the third person passes you a little slip of paper, which has a question on it. And then you guys uh-huh. debate how to handle this person's problem. Uh, you'll, talk <laughs> a little bit about, you'll sing a little improvised song, uh, talk about some inspirational quotes that you like. And then uh, maybe some dumb shit you read on the internet. All the while, the third person who's with you is cackling like a jackass. (laughs) It's the DTBF update. Does anybody get laid on this date? Like, does it turn into an orgy or? Can't imagine they do. (laughs) No, No, everybody just, everybody just leaves the chat. (laughs) You don't find that, that, you know, you don't find that sexy at all, Greg? Like you don't find the DTBFF date, like a sexy, you don't feel sexy after we get done recording? You don't feel turned on or anything? I don't know. All I know is I take a huge shower after every one. <laughs> Why? It's unclean. I try my best to speak in a very sultry voice whenever we're recording together. I love it. The DTBFF day is, is great. I'm going to share that. I'm going to do that with somebody. I'm going to do that with two of my closest friends. God. Which is you two. So I'll just do the show. <laughs> It'll be go. a date from now on. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic good job pat you know what i'm gonna come with some new data ideas in fact um you guys are gonna be the first to hear about this but i am starting a monthly show out in san diego soon where part of i'll be hosting a comedy show live at this new comedy club and one of the concepts of the first 10 minutes there are going to be other comics on the show but one of the concepts is i will be because it's a it's sort of like a, the club is partnering up with Match.com to help promote the show. So the you know people match, and then one of the date ideas that Match will try to give to the people who match, go out to this comedy club and watch this show, this specific show, which is mine. And one of the concepts I'm going to do with the first 10 minutes of the show while I'm hosting will be pitching date ideas. So you get to see date ideas live on stage. Um, and then next week when we record, I'll bring some new date ideas, and then we'll watch Greg's face as his eyes roll in the back of his head. (laughs) Yeah. From a guy that coaches dating. (laughs) (laughs) When you get coaching clients, can I give you date ideas to like give to them? And you have to deliver it very seriously. I can't because I'm asking them for money. (laughs) I'm also asking people for money (laughs) to pay tickets to listen to me. Weren't you going to read some reviews? Oh yeah, that's right. Thank you for reminding me, Gregory. We got one in that says, recently discovered the podcast. I love it so much. Kane, Greg, and Popsicle Pat all have their own quirks, and it's easy to feel like they are your friends. I especially love Kane's date ideas and can't wait for more. Five stars. 
Look, there's no reason for you to write reviews. <laughs> I didn't. We're doing okay. I didn't write this review. It. I appreciate it. How dare you? But, like, just be cool. How dare you? Just be cool. Don't, Sarucci, that's not cool. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say that, Greg. Yeah. Unbelievable. Cool. And you get Un- Unbelievable. Okay. Sarucci and I are on a silent date now. <laughs> okay. This one says, found the podcast a week ago and I've been binging it while on solo vacation. Totally felt like I was hanging with old friends the entire time. Thank you for the advice, the realness, and the laughs from Jess Cry, five stars. Thank you so much. And this podcast is where I go for a male opinion. I also like Greg's as well. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. I, I actually did write this one. <laughs> Lastly, I laughed so hard during the Moose Tracks episode that I spit Diet Dr. Pepper on my work pants. <laughs> <laughs> Diet Dr. Pepper, same great taste as we all know. I was wearing work pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of my pajamas. With that, you guys ready for um, our Reddit remix? I'm really excited for this. Okay. <laughs> Reddit remix. I run my wife's OnlyFans and it's made me more depressed than ever. We're practically on the rocks emotionally and sexually. I'm depressed. She's depressed and acting out. We barely hug. We never kiss and forget sex. I'm starved for affection and she is completely emotionally shut down. Honestly, we're probably on the verge of divorce. She wanted to start one for money and exhibitionism and In my insecurity, I told her I'd love to help because I can't stand the thought of other guys messaging her all the time. I'd rather be involved and know exactly what's going on than be uninvolved and let my imagination run wild. I do all the legwork. I set up the photo shoots, the lighting. I process all the images and videos. I hold the camera, set up props, everything. I run the OnlyFans page and all the social media. I post all the content, come up with marketing and messages, all the subs. I even handle the sexting. That's right, fellas. You might not actually be sexting the person you're speaking to. (laughs) Wow. 50% of guys just want to get their rocks off. The other 50% are lonely and just want a pretty girl to talk to. Either way, we get money. Either way, they're talking to me. I get no joy from it other than the thrill of watching my wife be the sexiest person I've ever known, watching her strip and writhe and come, but not for me, for money from strangers. And she apparently honestly doesn't care at all about herself or about me. All this for a couple of hundred dollars a week. I've never felt lonelier or more depressed, and I don't see an end in sight until we either divorce, reconcile, or I unalive myself. Wow. Now my new confession. I still want to fuck her badly, so I found a loophole in the system. She offers video content for a certain amount of money per minute, so I made an OnlyFans account under a fake name. We'll call it Brad, and I subscribe. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Martin just said Greg's line. I hate everything about this. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. And subscribed it to her account. I used a credit card she doesn't know I have. Then I DM'd her about videoing some custom content with a partner and sent her the details on how Brad would like to see her get fucked. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm doing the same thing in my marriage. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I hate all these people. Yeah. Yeah. Ten minutes later, I get a text for asking if I'd like to be in a video. 
and spelling out all the details that Brad just sent her. So I'm not proud, but I'm going to get some wild ass sex later. So that might help heal the pain. And yes, it does point out an insecurity I have wherein she doesn't want to, and there's money involved. She's down to go to pound town. What the fuck? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> My wife is down to go to pound. That makes me feel really crappy at the moment. But I doubt I'll be worried when I'm getting my dick sucked. So Merry Christmas to me. Nick says this is literally why we have therapy. Yo, yeah. Oh, (laughs) my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, just get a divorce. God damn it. Holy shit. Nothing sounds more over than that. That's over. That's that's. uh, that's some like prestige shit where you're you're setting up an OnlyFans to pretending to be someone else. You've essentially cloned yourself to tell your wife to have sex with you. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. You know, I mean, <laughs> the intimacy will come back when you both lying to each other. You know, the intimacy will start coming back in any way. You might break up. You know, you might break up. I've had that where you're in a relationship, it's not going very well. And then you finally say what's been bothering the both of you. And all of a sudden you can be friends again because you're like, oh, okay. Now I can stop feeling so bad all the time because now I understand why she's mad and she can understand why I'm mad. And now we can stop doing that stuff to each other. And this run around, if she won't talk, if she won't go to therapy, if you suggest it, then you got to save yourself because pretending to be Brad to have sex with your wife and she's only down to do it unless Brad's paying her for it. God damn, bro. And you're spending, so you're, you're prostituting your wife. You're paying your wife for sex. You're paying your wife for sex. (laughs) This is, this is depraved. (laughs) This is fucked up, doc. I hate this shit. Yeah, Nick's. It's almost like he's a little bit proud of his loophole. He's like proud of his loophole. He's like, yo, I figured it out. Okay, if you pretend to be someone else and your wife has no, oh, the fucking fact too that he's like, I'll take care of everything. I just want to shoot your face and then and body, and she's cool with it. Like she doesn't see anything wrong with it. Like you're you're using each other. It's terrible. It seems like everybody in the chat hates this guy. Monica says this guy is the worst. Martin says this is a hell only Kafka could imagine. (laughs) Gina says it's also way too much fucking work. Uh, Catherine says so unclean on so many levels. She says, I think I need a shower after this episode. Now I know how Greg feels. (laughs) Right, Greg? You want me to run your OnlyFans, Greg? Oh, no! I'm trying to get you to agree to the DTBFF. My only band is just me putting on cardigans. <laughs> Before we move on, that just reminds me that, because uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it on the Patreon or not, but we did a Date Ideas episode with Mike Coletta, who had some really funny ones. But I think the winner was one of Greg's ideas. Greg, do you want to tell him your first date idea you came to the table with? You mean cup? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could, you, could you explain cup to people? Yeah, you invite your, your date over, and in the middle of your table, you have a cup. 
that's really all I have. <laughs> and much like that scene from Hook, where there's no food until your imagination fills the bowls and the spoons, that's essentially what cup is. <laughs> that's overcomplicating it. <laughs> Come on, call me Brad. Cup is just, a, there's just a cup in the middle of your table. Well, I thought it was for the, the eye, it's like in the eye of the beholder, you know, like cup is whatever you want cup to be. But now you're thinking about it too much. That I thought that was the whole point of cup. You're losing a cup already. How am I losing a cup? You don't even have a basic understanding of cup. My basic understanding is that I have a cup. What do you, what do, you do? Like you bring the date over, there's a cup. What if she asks, what's up with the cup? What do you do then? I don't know. I hadn't thought it out. Okay, so then why am I so off base trying to fill cup with ideas? Because you're trying to make it something. Cup is just cup. How dare you? And when somebody comes over, they understand. Okay, this isn't cool because we did this with enough already. You came up with a store that has coffee, slacks, and a haircut. Yeah. But then when I come aboard and I want to add things to it, you keep, you tell me no. That's right. But mine aren't that, but mine aren't like that egregious, you know, like I would like, I want to put, I want almond milk, you know, for the coffee. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, that doesn't see. That's what, that's the antithesis of what the thing is. <laughs> it's just cream. It's, it's just cream. There's just cream, which is what you put in coffee. Unless you drink it black. I feel like we're leaving money on the table by not in the store enough already selling cups so people could go on cup the date. I don't like they how they don't know about cup the day. They don't know about cup the day. Sushi was looking at me like this. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't appreciate it. Nick wants to know would the cup bring would the date bring their own cup on a second date? If there's a second date, it's not a silent cup date. No, not at all. Nick <laughs> 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 <Mixes> out then. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. That is our Christmas episode. I'm yeah, gonna... it was a super holiday. Yeah. Look, at you got your Christmas lights in the background. That's cute. Yeah, I put them up with my niece. It looks like it. <laughs> what if I told you my niece was like 25? Now how would you feel? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, would you? <laughs> no, I didn't say knees, Nick. I said my niece. No, I didn't put them up with my knees. <laughs> what? What is wrong with my lights? <laughs> I think my lights, they're magical and whimsical. <laughs> if I go to your, Greg, when I come to your house, I'm going to smash all your cups. Oh, no. Smashing all of them to the ground. No more cups in your house. And then Amira is going to come home one day and be like, where are all our cups? Don't ask. Don't ask. Well, if you guys uh, feel as whimsical as I do, given that my lights are in the background inspiring me, uh, we would appreciate if you guys could, could send us a review on iTunes. If you're feeling if you're feeling froggy, you can keep yourself anonymous. Martin, Monica, Paige, Catherine. We really appreciate you guys coming aboard and and having fun with us today. This was a blast. I hope you guys, you know, you're we're always here for you. If you ever want to talk to us about fuckers and bullshit, we hope we helped in some way. And uh, I'm sure you guys already do. Follow us on DTBFF Podcasts on Instagram. And if you don't, I don't know how you even got here in the first place. <laughs> Greg, any parting words? I hope everybody has a super safe and awesome holiday. Mm -hmm. Get your boosters.
get your boosters. Catherine, I hope your uh, your date on Tuesday or going to see that guy goes off without a hitch and you guys uh, you guys really hit it off. I want to know how his band is. Yeah. Well, he does bad uh, company covers. <laughs> so that that should tell you something. Oh, then all I have to say is good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Help me. <laughs> These are desperate times. What can I say? Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, we want to thank you guys one more time, Catherine. Gina Cerucci, Nick's, Monica Martin, Paige, you guys, uh, it was great to see you guys, hear you guys, laugh with you guys. You guys are all really fun and funny, and uh, we really appreciate you guys. And so we will see you guys on the next episode or on our next uh, workshop if you guys attend. And uh, have a happy holiday. Take care, everybody. Bye. Hey there, if you like the show, you can find bonus episodes and more at our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast, And then rate the show five stars on iTunes because it's the right thing to do. All music by the Rating Monarchs, produced by Patrick Kelly. Patreon.com slash dtbffpodcast.